It's a Saturday afternoon. It's a glorious Saturday afternoon here in Salt Lake City in the 801, the promised land. It's another eBay episode. It's another one. It's an extended version. I guess I have a lot on my mind this morning, but the last, the third segment is extended and it's a bonus version, so be happy. Um, If you don't want to hear about eBay and my problems and my strategic thinking here, which is very long-winded and probably too scattered until we get it outlined here in a piece of paper, then um, just don't even listen to this one. Don't even, don't bother. Oh, hey everyone, here we are, Saturday morning, 12 something, 12, 10, 11, market time, PM market time, on Saturday, April 16th, 2022, um, usually I think I'll wake up, hold on, let's put on that, okay, so the air is not so loud, usually I'll wake up on Saturday and be, and, um, either regret, like, should I put, should I have made that podcast, or just not even remember the podcast, in which case I probably regret it, um, with last night's two podcasts, I don't regret regret either of them. And I remember both of them, too, so that's good. Um, it's Saturday afternoons-ish, and what are we doing today? I don't know. Probably gonna make a pot of coffee. Um, I got some, what's it called, a chocoholic pancake from Dunkin' Donuts. It, I, I wouldn't say it's my best or my favorite flavor but it certainly is my favorite smell of coffee because it makes the whole studio smell like fresh chocolate. It's so good. It's so good. But we decided just to start, you know, get another episode going. We do have to do the other podcast today. That shouldn't take too long. I think we'll do that this morning. I'm so, I'm, I'm so deflated, man. I'm so worn out. I'm so deflated with everything. And to now be accused of stealing and just have some sort of hiccup or speed bump with like, that I just didn't, I didn't need it. I didn't want it. I wasn't trying to find it. I wasn't trying to welcome it. I wasn't doing any of that. I wasn't seeking it out. It just happened. And I'm thinking this morning, like what could I have done to avoid this? What are the, what are the steps I could have done to avoid this? And like, I guess there's like a, a regret in me that's like, well, why didn't you do it this way then? Why didn't you do it so that it worked? Like, I don't know what I could have done differently, really. Besides entering the... Not verify my bank account. I don't know. But it sucks. And it, it has me so... I feel more tired now than I usually do. In the, yeah, than just... For some reason... It's weird. It's like... um like a chore or something that like got added to, to, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we took a little nap here. Uh, woke up a little bit this morning and woke up and went back to sleep and woke up again, calling you back, calling me back. No, last night I took a shower and I, I was just doing a little bit of thinking, not even outside, no mindfulness. I was just inside the studio, just kind of sitting and thinking, 
which I don't, I guess, as well, since I've just sat in the dark and thought about things. And I it's a circular, I keep going, getting, getting caught in this loop of thinking of how could you avoided this situation? How could you, here's another sticky situation. How'd you manage yourself into it this time? And I just don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't do anything to like provoke it really. At least not, no, no. Nothing that deserves this kind of accusations of selling, selling stolen property. It, yeah, I thought I was past all this stuff, man. I thought I was past like just the people making stuff up and hoping it sticks. I don't know what eBay sold, but I have no idea. I haven't sold. The last thing I sold was a guitar, and that was in November, right? You guys were there. You guys heard about it. No, I sold the guitar in November, and then I sold it after I didn't really need to. Like, whatever. Just sell it. It was good. It's gone. One less thing I'll have to carry out of here. And at that at that time, I was not in a hurry. I was not in a rush. Just a good guitar to a good home. And it was. It did go to a good home, I think, in Texas or somewhere. Yeah, it's good home. It's a good guitar. They were grateful for it. I thanked them. And yeah. And some soldering gear before that. It's just really nothing suspicious. There's nothing. Man, they just took, they just went down the wrong. Just somebody messed up somewhere. Just someone got some ideas. It's, it's weird because it had me thinking of like statistical probabilities probabilities last night. And talking about like uh fallacious or um fallacies, arguments that are fallacies and approaching arguments with fallacies and fighting fallacies with fallacies. It's like I was thinking about it last night, the different types of fallacies. It's how, you know? Like how did I get here? How <laughs> did I get in this one? And I can laugh about it, sort of, and I can joke about it, sort of. Um, I haven't really checked the email yet this morning, today. I'm actually kind of hesitant to, because I'd say I'm okay now. I feel okay now. I'm not, like, super down or I'm just really irritated. But I have, um, I have to go to dinner tonight or lunch tonight, late lunch, and I just hope it doesn't throw me off or I hope I don't talk about it yeah tonight's lunch is kind of it's I wouldn't say it's important or it's um high stakes or anything like that but like I just have to be cool and be normal and when something like this happens with with a person like me who has like a messed up emotional regulator it's like I can get wound up and then I can get talking about it and I can just latch on to that and just not talk and Hog the conversation. Bring it back bring it back around to me. Let's talk about me some more. My eBay accusing me of selling stolen goods. It's so absurd. And it, it I woke up this morning thinking like Oh good it was a dream. And oh what a nightmare and it starts to like creep in. It's like that what it's not a dream, it's real life. No, come on make up a little bit more and it's like yeah that happens that's that's real yeah i guess i mean i guess i have a good a good uh 
demeanor about it, a good attitude about it. I don't know how much longer it'll last, but yeah, I guess it's on. Because, yeah, I am going to keep talking. Next 90 days, get used to it. I'm going to be talking about this forever. I can get out of my system right now before the freaking lunch tonight. All I have to do tonight is just be normal. That's it. I don't have to talk a lot. I don't have to disclose anything. I don't have to do anything. It's just to sit there and eat and say, hi, I'm doing great. That's it. Oh, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing just, just fine. Good to see you. Oh, these cheese looks good. Cheese enchiladas. Okay, I think I'll get these. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got to do. I practice that again. Hey, how are you? Doing great. These cheese enchiladas look really good. Mmm. Yeah, I can, I can do that. I might need to practice a couple more times, but I think I'll get it right. I'll get it right. I don't know. It's later on. I'm not too worried about it, but it does make me a little bit nervous considering I'm still talking about it. Although I think I warned all my fans and viewers at home last night. I was like, yeah, I've been talking about this for a while. Um, and I still am. But today's plan, we're going to do the other podcast here shortly, if we can. And uh, another pot of coffee here. Yeah, I guess we'll check the email. Get on it. Make it. I don't really want to call them up either. First, last minute, first segment. I don't want to call them up. I'll start, I'll hang up on someone. I'll start yelling. I'll start saying, this is dumb. But... It, I've never, I've, I think at Kmart once, back when Kmart was a thing, someone came up to me and they go, where's the pens? Like, where's the pens? And they go, yeah, where, where, you took the pens? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what, the, Richard, is this, are you being serious? You're joking around. Like, I was walking out of Kmart. I guess they were joking. I don't know. They were asking me where the pens were. But it was two guys, and they didn't look like bums or I don't know. I didn't look like store security really either, but you know, I don't know what they're taught. Pens. I don't know, man. That was one time I was really confused. Nothing happened. I just walked away. I had no idea if they were serious, what they're talking about, or whatever. Um, <laughs> I think in California too. Um, when I was I got in a fight with my friend, yeah, at the beach when he left me at the beach. Uh, someone thought I was going into someone else's garage or something. I was just trying to cut through to the beach. And yeah, I think so. I don't know. That someone's garage was open. Someone said to call the police. And I was like, I don't know, man. But I wasn't going through anyone's garage or anything like that. Um, those are the only two times that really come to mind. I don't... Oh, no, the cops, yeah over the summertime asking why I was checking door handles. And one other time after that. Oh, well, there was, yeah, there was another time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People, well, that was when people were delusional, yeah. But I, yeah, I totally... It's... Dude, this, this life, man, it's upside down right now.
this world is completely upside down right now. And everyone's lost their mind. It's a professional company. If someone's working there full time or someone's doing so, one person, multiple people, I don't know. But it seemed like a good idea to them to run with the ball this direction and like really insist. It's like, what are you guys talking about? Why are you, why are you trying to make this story true? Like, why are you trying to do this? What's the incentive here for you to like lie? I don't get it, man. Like, really, what do they? What does eBay gain out of this? From lying, like money? Are they after that money? I, what other incentive would there be? Or they're trying to bust somebody, but you'd actually have to find someone who's selling stolen goods in order to do that not try to create one unless you like mailed them in cahoots with them maybe that's what happened thwarted something or yeah someone got caught internally and they're trying to pin it on me or something I have not no clue but yeah wake up thinking it's a joke wake up thinking it was a dream it's like no that's no it's your life now again like (laughs) good morning but like, why more problem? Why right here? Why right now? I didn't need it. I was trying to smoothly just unload things so I don't have to carry things or... I don't know. But that was my plan. That's what I was trying to do. Uh, so that, like, in a month from now, three weeks from now, and the, the load would be lighter. I'd have a little uh, just separate... I guess, uh, funds that I used from selling all those things to either reinvest or whatever in other things and better things or who knows, another studio as we move along here. But it's just such a, a hiccup and a headache that for me, when something like this happens, I, and I, I am going to talk about it for 90 days, I, I joke around about it at first and everything's kind of fun and and don't really care about it at first. And if it's a week or something or nine days and, and nothing's gotten done and it's gotten worse, then I, I, I get hyper-focused on it and um, I guess maybe obsessive about it even. I'm not sure if that's the excitement from or enthusiasm from like somebody being there at that moment when somebody realizes, oh, well, I guess we were wrong, weren't we? Like, that's kind of rewarding in itself. Um, But I think I get hyper-focused on it because it ends up being like this distraction that is therapeutic for me. Or like... um, say if you're trying to run away from your problems or if you're, uh, you focus on like one major problem because all the other problems are too much and maybe that's what's happening here I don't I'm not sure I I thought it was gonna be pretty smooth I thought everything was gonna be pretty smooth the first week there last week I thought okay well let's just entertain this for however long we need to but the next couple of days we should be yeah, good to go and I'm still doing stuff in the background I'm still 
grinding away, still doing whatever, and being productive on in the background while I'm waiting for this thing to blow over and it just starts to get worse and I'm truly like astonished and beside myself that it's taken such a negative turn and um, completely unfounded basis for some those kind of accusations completely you couldn't be more wrong you know you just couldn't be and it, it's it's sad to me that this still exists. I, I think I talked about when I ordered uh, that Toast app, when I ordered a pizza off Toast app, which don't ever do. Uh, I don't know how it got coordinated and tangled up. I just wanted to order a pizza, you know. Um, but somehow I ended up downloading, having to download the app and put my address in. And can we use your location with this app? Sure, well, I don't know, whatever. Here's my address. Here's a studio, put it in, deliver the pizza. And someone delivers the pizza to this, to the university, to the grass in the university. I'm not kidding. I have a picture of it somewhere, but they've just left the pizza in the grass. And so now if Lori, my other co-host, um, we have a thing where I say, yeah, it's pizza in the grass, where it's a reference to, to stupidity and it's a reference to tech and it's a reference to everyone's reliance on tech and everyone's stupid now and automation and it's it's pizza in the grass means yeah it's another one of those situations because you can call up the restaurant that you ordered the pizza from and they'll say well you have to contact toast app you contact toast app which there's no phone number you can email them they say i don't know what you're talking about you need to contact the restaurant you contact the restaurant again they say, oh you need to contact doordash <laughs> Like, I didn't use DoorDash, though. I just was, I wanted this pizza delivered here. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm too old. The pizza's in the grass, though. And then, um, same pizzeria, same thing. Someone sent me a picture of the pizza. Like, they're like, I think I'm here. I said, no, you have to go to this one. All the buildings look similar, but there's different numbers on them. And I... It's pizza in the grass. I said, just whatever, cancel it, just don't. I said, I don't want to meet you. I don't want to try and find you. That's not delivery. That's not how that works. Delivery is just coming by and leaving the pizza and going, not turning it into a production. And I don't, I understand it's a complicated place to find. I do. And I, I guess I sympathize somewhat, but it, don't deliver food if you don't know how to find a, uh, a studio or like a building C or building D, F. Like, don't. If that's, the, if, if counting to 10 and if the alphabet is too hard, at least five letters of the alphabet, then delivering food is not really gonna work out for you. And I used to deliver Chinese food in, back in the day. Um, and it was cool. You just get cash the other night. And this was in Arizona, in Phoenix. Um, and it was kind of fun some nights, honest. Finding those apartments would be hard sometimes. Like, pretty pretty complicated, some of them. Gates, gate codes, and whatever else. But there was never, I never once 
was like, I can't find your place. Here it is in the grass. That's the stupidest thing. And that happened not too long ago. So Pete's in the grass. Um, so yeah, I can sympathize a little bit. I've had some experience delivering food and oh well. And not everyone's as enlightened as I am still. And I don't know. Um, but I'm pretty ticked here. And I guess the reason why I'm afraid to look at my email is because, like, it could, it has the ability to dictate sort of how I approach the rest of, of the day here. And I, I still have some, a comical side to it, and I, I can still appreciate the humor in it um, to some degree. But it, 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 it's gone on long enough and it got taken too far there. It got taken way too far. And now, yeah. And so, okay, so what's the solution or, or what, why, what's the point of this? With the segment three, we're in the third segment already. Cruising right along. So how do we get, how do we turn it up a notch in this third segment? What's the solution? What's the approach? What's the plan? Well... We're just gonna tidy up the, the studio, which won't take like five or 10 minutes. Well, the entire studio would only take, well, this part of the studio would take five minutes. We're probably going to go into this room over here and just clean it out, organize it. We were there uh, doing that a little bit already, but yeah, break some things down, get them ready to go. But um, I think we'll spend most of the day doing that and just try and stay busy in there. Make it clean, then probably shave and stuff, and uh, try and look good. And oh, come on, who who are we kidding? I'm gonna be looking up. Yeah, I'm gonna be looking shit up today, probably. Well, I guess when I'm looking up like legal arguments and looking up different approaches and different strategies for different types of yeah legal arguments, uh, practicing my writing, doing other podcasts, but. Um, what I was going to say was, uh, when it comes to like fallacies and, and other types of arguments like that, and intentional, intentional fallacies, I think it probably works a lot of time uh, for whatever department. Gotta get that coffee, hang on. Because, okay, okay, okay. Yes, for three months. If I was guilty, I'd be um, not talking about it right now. And if I was guilty, I would be worried about like, oh, what else are they going to find? Or they're going <clears> to... <throat> Or, or what have you, or I got busted and get, you know, J's up, you know, party's over. Like, that's how I think anyone who is guilty or gets caught, right? You're not going to try and, there's nothing you can do because you got caught. You can try and do whatever, but you're probably not going to talk about it. Not on some podcast, just randomly. And you're not going to name it specifically. You're not going to say eBay did this or you're just going to try and keep it down. So there's that. That's one thing, right? Okay, we're making that coffee right now. Here we go. It's my favorite part of the morning right here. Every time. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Wait for it. Wait for it. it usually steams up. It's not my favorite part, is it? I usually do it so it steams more, but... There, so there's two approaches here. There's two approaches here for me. And don't mind the coffee maker in the back. Or for them, I, I think they're expecting two different types of approaches here. And this comes back to the whole statistical thing there's probably a statistical probability that they that their algorithms found that is accusing me of stealing. Um, yes, they made a big mistake. Yes, that statistical probability, no matter how 
sound or factual or reliable it is before, it, it's not here. It's it flat out it is not. It, it's an error, and it made, they made a big mistake here. So that's where that's where they're coming from, and that's my sort of opinion on the whole thing. So they're expecting either me to like really submit and be and compliant and just really um, on top, I guess, on top of it or uh, um, obedient, or that's if I'm if I'm not guilty or whatever. Um, or if I'm guilty, then I'm just gonna run away and just not reply or do whatever. I don't know. Yeah, they caught one. I don't know. I don't know what their approach would be. I don't know how I'd respond if I was guilty. Because yeah, because for me, that's a headache. I wouldn't do that. It's 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 too much of a headache. Whether or not it's immediate or not, I don't like it. I don't want to have to deal with it later on. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't even do it. I wouldn't even do it. And for some reason, that doesn't that doesn't make sense to them. For some reason, that option didn't even exist. I don't, it's, it's so weird to me. Dude, I love coffee so much in the morning like this, or just, it's the best. The coffee maker seems like it's making quite a ruckus too this morning. Everyone's pissed. Yeah, so that they're, they're expecting two different types of reactions, I think. Or at least that's what the run of the mill reactions probably are most of the time. I doubt that they ever get a, like a live one like me. Maybe once a year or something, who knows, but I doubt it's very common that they'll run into someone like me where they messed up. This probably isn't the best example, but remember I was talking about Ninja Turtles the other night, the scene where April O'Neil, she's coming to the van, walking by there, she's done. She's done for the night, she's walking out. And it's in the beginning and She's walking up and they're trying to rob the news truck or news van or something. And the guy says to her, bad timing. And she goes, you're telling me. And then they get her purse and then Ninja Turtles come out and Raphael saves her. He left the sigh though. And she took the sigh. And that's how April O'Neil and the Ninja Turtles ended up becoming best friends. But the truth is they probably don't run to, I, I probably am more of an outlier or anomaly with their statistical probabilities and statistical alg algorithms that are archaic and outdated, clearly. I think my inclination and my inklings of possibly whatever systems that they're using or um, coding that they're using, uh, programming, it is faulty and it is archaic. It is based on either machine learning where the machines are, or, um, the algorithms are recognizing certain things and they're insisting that they're true, the probabilities are true that the algorithms are finding. That's why I think that eBay is using like dated technology and, and they're not hiring new programmers, they're not hiring uh, innovative engineers or, or techs at all. They're relying on old antiquated, outdated systems and uh, programming techniques that are, are non-functional anymore. And then it's like, I think I know what triggered this algorithm to do that. I think I, I hope it's not that, but I think it is. And then after yesterday, when they're asking for receipts for other stuff, um, without even considering other, it, it's unfortunate. It, 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 that's what irritates me. Is no one's thinking this through, and no one's, no one's um, 
appreciating the situation in the, in the sense that there's another human at the other end of it. And furthermore, there's a human at the end of it that's been with eBay since for 20 years, since the beginning. And when no one else would trust online retailers and no one else was, everyone else was hesitant to, to put in their credit card information or debit card information, bank account. In the early 2000s, no one was really doing that yet. And um, for eBay to have customers take risks and, and trust eBay system and PayPal and whatever bullshit that they came up with back then, that was shoddy and, and janky, just was questionable. But still, we had every, early adopters had faith and it's still around today, 20 years later because of people like me, because of eBay users like me. I'll pioneer that whole online retailing and contributed to it for sure. I'm not sure when I joined Amazon, it might've been, well, it was for sure. I was ordering stuff at 2008, 2009 from Amazon. I'm like, I think it was a book on writing. Yeah, even back then. So yeah, I'm still working on it. But that was in 2009. And when you look at the contrast of both companies and both um, business models, I guess, they're both online retailer and they're both uh, will deliver it. But it, it is different as Amazon sort of, a, there's no individual sellers, I guess, like eBay. Um, that's the difference, but the, the real difference. But the fact that one is way more reliable and one has a customer service line and one will give you refunds and one will um, be understanding and work with you and just understand like if your things didn't get delivered or your things, who knows um, what the situation is. I know there's been stuff I meant to return on Amazon and I missed the window of return, but it's just sitting there brand new and the bag still are, I'm not using it. And I'll, I'll contact them and say, hey, can I still get this to you know, return? It's just been sitting here, it's brand new. They'll trust you. And, and they'll say, oh yeah, here's the, here's the shipping label and put it in the bag and just drop it off. We'll give you a credit as soon as we receive it. No, there's a number you can call and they'll work with you. They'll listen to you, they'll, they'll hear you, they'll understand, at least for the most part, right? And compare that with eBay, there's no number. It's all individual sellers anyway, so eBay's kind of just a liaison or middleman for people that are selling things like a garage sale, pretty much. Only 30 seconds left in the segment. Oh, I can, I can, it's my own podcast. I can do an extended version if I want to. Let me get, let me wrap it up with more of this coffee. What I need to start drinking is more water. I tell myself that every day and I never drink enough water. All right, let's go, bonus round. So, eBay's like a online garage sale, pretty much. There's some high-end stuff there. There's also some low-end, some very low-end stuff there. So the whole entire spectrum of items that you can get. Um, so what's the difference then? Like, what's the difference between the two? Why is one totally thriving and why is one dying now and on its way out? One is Amazon and one, one is eBay. I guess it comes back to the leadership from the top. And I've always wondered if that, how relevant that is. Um, when it, I guess when it comes to someone like Jeff Bezos, and I don't even know who the CEO of eBay is right now, some dipshit probably, some dipshit who's just so hell-bent on nickel and diming people, and so um, uh, um, he's slighted over time by all of the scammers that came, that have over the years, that have gotten creative ways and found ways to 
to scam others and eBay users, I, it, it's probably hit critical mass here, unfortunately for eBay. Yeah, there's an inability to adapt and there's an inability to innovate. Um, there is a, a sort of a cheap cheapskate aspect of things. There is no reinvestment um, into the company and not with so much research and development and trying to come out with like a smartphone or eBay smartphone. The eBay app's probably uh, decent, I guess, mostly. Yeah, but I think it, it you can see similarities with police, with today's police, the stupidity of today's police and the, um, the complete incompetence of police and the lack of self-awareness that police have today, where you say the wrong thing to the police or you do what it say, the, who knows? Um, they can ruin your day and ruin a lot of stuff for you if they just feel like it, if they wanna lie or do whatever. I mean, America, I did a whole thing on prisons in the United States, most in prison population, most police death. Um, you know, it, it, it's an old fashioned way of thinking of like, oh, we're right, we're authoritarian and we're trying to, to catch all the would-be robbers. We're trying, like, um, thought crime, essentially, is, is what a lot of, trying to catch these crimes before they even happen. And in that process, of having um, your head so far up your own butt, or trying to be like a hero, um, you create a bunch of anti-heroes. Like for every hero cop out there, for every um, hero eBay research analyst, or who knows, you have about five, probably, of it like, okay, yeah, let's play this little game here. You lose the trust of the people, of your users, and it's because you're just ba you're basing all of your decisions on this thing that had worked, where you beat people up and you shot people and hey, don't talk to me. And then cameras started coming out, uh, videos, audio recordings, and people getting shot in the back. And all of a sudden, the people were like, hey, police are racist. And check it out, they just killed somebody for no reason. And there's people that have been saying, see, I told you so. That's how they are. And others that are like, dang, what a wake-up call. I had no idea. But that's the same thing with eBay. They're, they're using these tactics that worked in the early 2000s, probably, and got them through some sticky situations and maybe started getting them profit. Who knows? And maybe started to actually get rid of some of the scammers. Who knows? Um, but something went really wrong here. And again, if it's happening to me on like ground level, it's happening to others. And why? A money grab or what's going on here? And I bet you there is like organized crime. Uh, they were probably uh, really like raking eBay for tons of money and eBay was probably hemorrhaging money. And so they um, started trying to find like organized crime, I guess. But I think they're trying to find it through their old systems to their old algorithms, not, not new programming or whatever, maybe trying to bend what's already in place and without being innovative. And that, that sort of, that, I think that's where the problem lies. And they relied on something a little bit too much here. And it has to be one individual that's just um, being really careless because I, I couldn't see anything. I, I couldn't see how, how it could happen otherwise.
All right, Bling, so what's the solution? We're already five minutes into over the third segment. Come on, tell us what the answer is. Bling, come on, what's the answer? Well, it's a, it's a complex answer, but the first answer would be to, the first part of that answer would be to watch eBay. Because it's gonna go down, it's gonna go out of business here. They'll probably blame it on some hack, they'll probably blame it on something, um, or some data breach or some kind of leak, or who knows. They'll blame it on something, but just pay attention to eBay over the next three to six months, um, for sure. Because they've definitely hit a point of no return with um, being incompetent and stupid. And I'm, I'm usually early, so I imagine there's gonna be a lot of longtime users who are done with it by October. And then the second part of the solution here is to be prepared, if you're me, to be a couple steps ahead and already have things moving ahead of them. Um, it's gonna be, uh, my approach from here on out is going to be, um, think of the question I want to ask or think of um, the position I'm going to just be firm in taking, which is, <laughs> like my initial thought was just, please just give me the money that you owe me. Like, and, but it's not even that anymore. It's too late, it's, it's too late for that. Uh, so I'm not even gonna really press that issue with them anymore. I, I have to be a couple steps ahead here and I have to get things moving in front of them. And I have to approach it in a way where they, th they think I'm still aloof maybe, or they, they know I'm set. The last email I think should have clarified a lot for them. And, and depending on the response, like who knows? Maybe today they're like, oh, whoops, sorry, I made a mistake, here's your money. In which case, yeah, it's up to me whether or not to, I'm not sure I'll probably just sleep on it, I don't know. But I doubt that's the case, uh, the way things have been going. So I have to remain calm and I have to word things in a way that probably portends that I'm, I'm still aloof to how things are going or submissive or yeah, playing along still, I guess, reluctantly. Uh, ultimately, I have to think of my approach as, as strategic as possible. And I, it's gonna come down to wording questions or wording statements in a way that is, if they answer this way after I say this, then I have to go this direction. If they respond this way after I say this, I'm going that direction. And I should already kind of have outlines on those two directions as it is. And then I can even kind of whittle away and if they answer this way and then whatever, down, all the way down. Yeah, and I don't think that graph or that chart would get too complex. Um, it shouldn't. At the end of both, either way, at the end of whichever outcome they decide to go down, it's just going to be like a, a gas can. There's just a dumpster like, filled with napalm and gas. And uh, yeah, it's up to them, whichever one they want to go. It's still going to ignite and blow up, but like, yeah. Not a real, not a real dumpster full of napalm and gas. And imagine it too. <laughs> No, man, uh, it's a real big mess at, one, at the end of one of those, like, yeah, it's up to them how far they want to, how messy they want to make it. I think there's probably gonna be two, both. Yes, this, so this is the answer. Whatever outcome is going to be a mess, it already is. It's up to them at this point how, just exactly how messy, and I'll have already been plenty of trap doors along the way for them at this point. You know, Home Alone, Oh, I know. This is an extended version. Thank you very much. It's like two segments and one here at the end. Mr. Ulysses, but it's a pay me overtime now. 
Well, in Home Alone, you had what Harry and Marv. He's just a kid. He's just a kid. He's home alone for Christmas. His parents left him. He's a bratty kid. His parents left him. It's a nice house, though. Big house. They, Harry and Marv were really under underestimating Kevin McAllister. Uh, he he might be eight years old, but he's a he's a pretty sharp kid. And remember in Home Alone too, when Marv goes to turn on the the sink, and Kevin had uh, everything all rigged up to the generator, and there's like electricity, or who knows what was going on with that sink. What Kevin did there, genius, brilliant kid. Even after Harry and Marv in Home Alone one got their asses beat. There's Harry and Marv in Home Alone 2 getting bricks thrown at him from the top of, of like a couple-story building. Kevin's just whipping bricks down at him. And they're sitting there, sitting ducks. But I'd say that, yeah, the best analogy here is when Marv goes over to the sink and then turns it on and gets turned into a skeleton because of the electricity, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to be like. Not, not a napalm dumpster. It's going to be like that. The sink is high, high voltage, and eBay's just gonna come. Ah, da, 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 you're selling stolen goods. We're idiots. Let me turn the sink on. It's like, oh, eBay, you just messed up again.